Well, welcome back. Today's topic is the wonderful German word Schadenfreude. Is it ever appropriate to take joy in the suffering or death of another human being? You know, it feels natural sometimes, but is it appropriate? Is it right? Is there something wrong when empathy and compassion are suddenly nowhere to be found? It depends. I'm not sure about the answer to that one. In the most extreme example, take Hitler. Anything wrong with people who cheered when they learned that he was dead? Hell, we teach our children that the wicked deserve what they get. On those occasions where what they get seems like divine justice. But as we know, it doesn't always work that way. The wicked don't always get what they deserve. But that's another problem. We, we even teach our children that it's fun to hate. Not me, you're saying. Oh, really? Any problem with singing these catchy lyrics from The Wizard of Oz? Goes like this, you probably remember. And through the town, the joyous news was spread. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Which old witch? The wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. I don't know if I would have encouraged my kids to go witch hunting, but I have to stop and think about whether it was okay for them to sing the song and dance with the munchkins. Okay, mumming over. I'm okay with it. The Wicked Witch Puddle is a good thing. Yes, sir, let the church bells ring. And all of this brings me, of course, to Donald Trump getting nailed by COVID-19 and the marvelous German word Schadenfreude pleasure derived from another person's misfortune. Just before he got it, Trump said COVID affects virtually nobody. Then this morning he said it was much milder than the flu and that we should all dominate it and not be afraid of it. And he gets COVIDized. I confess the news made me rethink my militant agnosticism. There has to be a God I know that Republicans don't do the irony thing very well, but here would be a good place to get a basic understanding of the concept. Here's a question I have for today. Corollary to the Schadenfrada question. Is it okay to hate somebody to the point where you are happy that something bad happened to them? You see, I confess that I hate the son of a bitch and He's one of only maybe three people that I've ever gotten to know that I hated. And I'm 72 years old. The gotten to know part is important. I believe that hate is very personal and that you have to know a man to hate him. You can say you hate Hitler and Stalin and Pol Pot for what they did to innocent people. Hate what they believed in. But you didn't get to know them personally. We have all come to know Donald Trump personally. He injected himself directly into our thoughts and brains every single day for four years. His vitriolic and vicious verbal barbarism has changed our culture and normalized racism and cruelty. Innocent people have died a cruel death from this terrible disease because he didn't give a shit because he didn't want to look weak. 
I know Donald Trump much better than I know my dentist. My dentist seems like a perfectly nice guy, but the only thing I've ever talked to him about was flossing more. He's never showed me what goes on inside his mind. I know Donald Trump. It feels like I have known him forever. Hatred is nothing more than the emotional reaction of intense dislike for something. I hate being sick. I hate that people get sick. I hate human suffering. I hate animal suffering. Hating suffering and natural evil is part of compassion for people who are suffering. Part of why we feel compassion for others is the old adage, there but for the grace of God go I. There isn't a similar aphorism for us non-believers, but that's okay. The idea works for everyone, and I can say it without feeling like the atheist in the foxhole. It was okay to hate Hitler. Actually, it should have been a required emotion to prove that you're human. Hatred of groups of people is, of course, much different. The reason that hatred of groups of people is so awful is that people who hate people they don't know anything about because of assumptions or misinformation about them are just willfully stupid and cruel. People are individuals, not groups. And unless you know them as individuals, you have no reason to intensely dislike them. The phrase, he sees the world from 30,000 feet, is sometimes taken to mean that he sees the big picture. It can also mean that he has no earthly idea what's really going on down there. That's why it's probably much easier emotionally to drop bombs on people than to shoot them. The soldier who presses the button to drop a napalm bomb doesn't have to see the child who is burned to death. Racists don't want to see individuals. It's much easier to see them as part of an ugly tribe, bomb them, and leave them at that. There have been studies that have shown that many soldiers in World War II found it difficult to shoot German soldiers they were fighting. They didn't know these young men, but there had to have been times when they saw them as people, just like them. There wasn't a personal reason to kill them, only an intellectual group reason. In order to be effective fighters, soldiers have to learn to hate enemy soldiers as a tribe. If an American were to think of a German soldier as a young man who was drafted and following orders to fight just like him and didn't necessarily believe in the Nazi cause, he was much more difficult to kill. Hating individuals is much different. Sometimes there's a damn good reason. I never really understood the mother of a young man who was murdered proclaiming on CNN that she forgives his killer. I don't even understand what in the hell that means. To err is human and to forgive is divine? What does that mean? Does it mean it's okay that you give them a pass and a get-out-of-jail card? That you empathize with them and feel their pain? Was there anything more publicly disingenuous than the people at MSNBC and CNN proclaiming that they wish Donald Trump a speedy recovery? Joe Scarborough and Mika were probably privately fist-bumping. They were ready to sing the Wicked Witch song. And so am I. I suppose it was too much to hope for to think that the fear Trump must have felt 
when he was diagnosed would make him understand what people were really going through? That would have been nice. Didn't happen. Because, because what I and many others have noted and been saying for years is true. The bastard is incapable of any human emotions that involve decency. The man who made fun of a disabled reporter for cheap laughs and did an impromptu skit of Hillary Clinton walking stooped over from pneumonia doesn't have human emotions. I should really say doesn't have humane emotions. He isn't humane. He's not my president. He's not even my species. The concepts of empathy and compassion are as foreign to Donald Trump as cruelty is to a normal, decent person. Donald Trump thinks that compassionate people are weak. Empathy is for suckers. So I hate the son of a bitch. I have zero regrets about feeling that way. In this strange case, hate, not mindless parroting of Christian forgiveness, is what I think makes me human. Hate is my declaration that I stand on the side of compassion and those who feel it. Donald Trump has a loathsome disease. Donald Trump is a loathsome disease. He's infected this great nation with the disease of cultural cruelty, selfishness, and willful stupidity. And if you vote for him, support him, or admire him, you are a willful spreader of that disease. No different than the anti-maskers. Schadenfreude. You'd be right in saying that I take pleasure in Donald Trump's fear of dying from the disease that he didn't give a shit if other people got. There were more than 200,000 grieving families who couldn't be with their loved ones when they died, who Donald Trump thinks should not have let it dominate them. If you're one of those people who think this is a man that I should feel empathy for, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. See you next week.